This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. And it's the final whistle here, and there's a lot of unhappiness here going down for the ref as Brentford played Hull here at Griffin Park. 22 games left this was to uh, remove from Griffin Park, and Hull City came for their final visit to Griffin Park. And it's even Stevens as it finished one all. Bees went behind in the second half, early in the second half as well. Well taken goal by Hull, to be fair, as well. Man was left on his own, and he uh, put it into the back of the net, but Bees came back with uh, our new number nine, Ollie Watkins, as well, as he put the ball into the corner of the back of the net. And, OK, we didn't lose today, but you can't help to feel a little bit frustrated once again because the opportunities, the chances, aren't quite happening for the Bees, are they? The chances all came in the last 20 minutes. Uh, once we changed it up to 4-4-2, four, four, we looked a lot better going forward. Uh, I think the Silva really was strong in the midfield and uh, Ben Rama you know, did a nice few tricks basically uh, Canos came alive his last 20 minutes Canos was superb he had lots of good chances just past the post scored that goal Keeper had a couple of really good saves but the first 70 minutes you have to say Cole probably just edged it and deserved to be one up it's only you know uh, in the end I think 1-1 was a fair result don't, don't mention the word about fair results. What's fair and what's fair? I mean, at the end of the day, Brentford, I mean, Thomas Frank again, fair play to him. They're all coming around, giving the fans applause. Big thumbs up. The players are coming around. He's making sure they're doing the manners, as they say. But the reality is that the Bees, they're not quite far in at all cylinders, are we? No, I don't think we deserved anything more than a draw from that. There were some good bits in there as well. There was a few promising bits. But overall, I thought we looked a little bit... Um, unsure of our formation still which I guess is just to be expected unfortunately a few flashes and you know a few bits of excitement but the whole looks a decent team I'd, I'd imagine they'll be doing okay this year um, a little, perhaps a little bit more experience than we've got but there's enough there to build and I think we're just so desperate to get going straight away and get moving I think it's going to be a slightly frustrating start for us still not quite three points at Griffin Park what do you think is going wrong um I think, I think the players are still chatting. We, we, I'll tell you what's going wrong, Bill. We still haven't got a proven number nine. I, I, I think you saw when Force came on, he was sort of making the runs that Ollie wasn't. I think we're all hoping Ollie can be that player. I honestly would start with Force up front. Let's give him a run. 
if the club believe him, let's play him from the start. I mean, okay, Force and you know, Force had what ten minutes, fifteen minutes at this game at the most, and he didn't quite make his mark. You know, we've uh, you know, we had a few other players in there. I mean, Buemo made his debut. What did you think of Brian from Troy? Well, Brian, Brian had his moments without doubt. I mean, there was a couple of times, but it just seemed yeah, again, it, it was a disjointed performance of the bees. We're not our ultimate best. You've only got to look back to when we last played these, and we were absolutely buzzing the interplay of players and yet again it just wasn't quite happening today. especially in that first half it seemed a very disjointed performance again to me we've got the Scottish bees in the house come down again they, they, they're down all the time I mean you might as well just you might as well get a camp and just camp at the back of the uh, of, of, of the, the eating road because you're here so much you know what I'm saying yeah a tent Billy we should really but yeah, get, just get yourself a tent and just, just camp yourself out here because you know it's no point going back to Scotland because you know what, what's up in Scotland Oh, potential independence, Billy. But yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, we won't, we won't go. Listen, listen, we won't go there. We won't, we won't go there. But listen, let's move on to this game. There was no independence for the bees today because we, we were, we were, we were completely tied to Tull one all, weren't we? It was, it was Billy. It was disappointing. It was been down here a couple of weeks ago at the Birmingham game, and did we see anything different today tactically? I'm not sure we did. If you look at the statistics, we probably had a uh, good number of passes, uh, whatever executed. But do you know what? There was nothing to excite us today, and I was like, kind of really disappointed. It was good to see some of the new guys starting, but it, it, it just sank a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Just sank a little bit. And I know Robbie's got plenty to say as well. He's been saying more to me than I've ever said today, but you know. Yeah, no, I was thinking it was disappointing kind of moving the ball forward. There, was, there wasn't enough connection between defence, great, midfield, great, forwards, great, but it was too slow between them. There needs to be some sort of connection forming eventually, but. I just think between each sort of position on the pitch, there wasn't enough kind of movement. It was too slow, and I think we need to work on that soon because Thomas kind of looked like he didn't know what to do at some points today. I mean, the, 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 I mean, the word is that you know there's still the, you know the, the, the patterns of play, as they call it, the old technical term, the patterns mm. of play still need to be learnt by by the players by the new players the players that are coming in you know you've got um, you know Mwema coming in he's only been here for what five six days apparently and you know he doesn't know but it's still frustrating because you know we've got a lot of talent we spent a lot of money out there as well and uh, you can't blame the fans for having a little bit of expectation you know what I'm saying when you spend that kind of money can you? No no Billy no absolutely right and I think and you terms of level of expectation it's been bred for supporters you know given what we've been through over the years the club has built us up as well this season with the sign-ins and the way that it's been hyped up and you know losing Mopai was a disaster but the way that we were we were sold about loose players coming in people who could be integral parts of our squad straight away Club builds us up, and we have our expectations. Of course, we do. We're, you know, we're always in the championship now, and you know, who'd have thought it? But here we are. Here we are. But it's disappointing that you know, it's only you know. Listen, we're three league games in. It's a long season to go. I'm confident we can do something well this season. But you know what? We need to see Thomas kind of turn around a little bit on the pitch, I think, and give us a little bit of confidence to to make us believe in what we believe and what our club believe. Oh, no problem. So listen, we got. Listen, there's the Yankees in there. Listen, we've got we've got all sorts of internationals here. You know, we're going to talk to some Serbians. We've got Germans. We've got Libyan, Swedish. We've got you know, it's Scandin- Of course, we've got Scandinavians. Of course, you know, I've got my Brent Fjord t-shirt. Besotted.com actually, you can get them. Not you know, go go get them on Besotted.com. We've got a whole super t-shirts, but we've got we've got the Scandinavian connection. We've got the American connection. We've got the Italian bees. We've got all sorts of characters. But this is a different connection, isn't it? Because you you haven't been to Brentford for a very long time. Tell us a story. Yeah. 
Uh, 25 years ago, my friend Mark and I were in London, and we asked the guy at the tube, he said, are there any matches? He said, yeah, go see Brentford. We came out to here to this game, or we saw uh, Brentford versus Hull City 25 years ago, and then uh, I knew that Griffin Park was closing, and I said, I got to come back. So 25 years later, uh, I call myself the Alopecian. And I came back with my wife to go catch a match, and it was absolutely fantastic. So, so listen, so basically, you've only ever seen Brentford twice, yep. and they're both versus Hull City. Yep. And I've got to ask the question, what was the score when you first saw them play? I think it was 1-0. I what? think we won 1-0. Oh, we won. So yeah, it, at won. least we got a result out of that one, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so listen, Alopecian, you've seen the game today. I mean, you've probably seen a lot on iPhone and everything like that. Yep. What are you saying? Because today, we... Listen, I'm not going to put words in it's your the mouth, midfield. but there's a, the there's a frustration. It's the, midfield. it's the midfield. If we can't control the midfield, you'll never win a match. And, that, and that's the reality. I think, I think our midfield needs to get a little bit more gelled, but give them time. By the end of this year, if we can keep all these players, we're going to be top four easily. Is easily. It, it's interesting you say that because obviously for Brentford, the midfield was the one. I mean, we had a midfield that was just like, you know, dominating games the whole time. Yep. So what is the difference between our midfield before and the midfield now? I think that Sawyer's brought some maturity, and I think we really miss Sawyer's and Woods. You know what I mean? Wood, when we lost him as well. So I think we're, we're missing that. And, I, and I, right now, I, I almost feel that you, Ben Rama should be a midfield player. You know what I mean? That, that I think right now we have a pretty solid midfield if we can keep like Ben Rama more back. Have Ollie Watkins just be your top striker. That's it. And, and uh, was it Fos, the, Fos, uh, the, the new young kid? I think have him be up top as well. But, you know. If we don't have a good, strong midfield, we're never going to be able to do anything. So the listen, listen, the Alopecian, listen, we are here, Griffin Park. You know, our campaign, okay, it's not terrible, you know, win one, drew one, lose one. You know, fingers crossed we're going to get better now. I'm asking you, mm-hmm. our last season at Griffin Park, you ain't been back here for 20-odd years. Are you coming back again? Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially once they get the new stadium, you know, no, it's going to be awesome. I'm talking about this season. Oh, this season, if I can afford it. I'm a teacher back home. It's, Where do you live? Uh, in Rochester, New York. Uh, Listen, we need to get you back, man, because we need people like you giving the support to the mighty, mighty bees, don't we? Love the bees, love the bees. <laughs> Go, you bees. So we've got whole city fans in the house, and we say even Stevens at the end of the day. And uh, I chat to a few of the Brentford fans. They said probably one all was probably a fair result. Do you think so? Oh, I don't know about that. I think I think last 20 minutes, I thought we were going we were gonna to lose it. Uh, I thought personally, I thought personally, you, you should have won. That, that 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 last twenty minutes, I'll tell you what, if it was only for, only for our good defending, that uh, we stayed in that. Am I right? Am I right? To be honest, right, I didn't really hear any of the Brentford fans. Like the whole fans was just literally just loud all game. The only time the Brentford fan really turned up was when the goal went in. But what can you do, eh? Q6 of our ground, that's the way it goes, though, you know at what I'm saying? End, at the end of the day, right, whole City fans make the loudest noise in the championship. You hear it no, now. I don't think they are. I think <laughs> they are, mate. I think they statement. are. Okay, but the noise was loud, but the fact is that the goals weren't quite there and it was even Stevens. You think it was a fair result? Yeah, you know, give or take, innit? Do you know what I mean? It was a fair result. Again, you know, Brentford were on the break, it was good, but then the whole City defence managed to keep them out, so it's. Happy with the point, isn't it, really? Yeah, I think Brentford Happy with the point. I mean, you can say it's fair words to uh, Griffin Park. Fair, yeah, fair words to Griffin. I mean, you, you kept older Krasicki, you kept older Bowen, you know what I'm saying? And that was the players that you thought you were going to go, exactly, didn't you? Exactly. Bowen, great finish. Uh, could have been could have been more. But, you know, it is what it is. 
To be fair, to be fair, right, like, both teams were, it was going to be tight from, even before the game, you know, I said it was going to be tight, so, you know. Remember at home, fortress, isn't it? We, we'd like to think so. It was last season. This well, season, we're still working uh, on that. Unfortunately, for the first game of season, uh, Birmingham was it a loss in it? Yeah. No. Uh, every time I come to Griffin Park, it's uh, I'm happy to draw. Happy to draw. Yeah, well, listen, safe journey back, lads. Yeah, you too, mate. Cheers. Cheers. See you later. Up the Tigers. They keep telling me up the Tigers. I mean, what do you mean up the Tigers? What the up the What do you mean up the Tigers? Up the Tigers. Up the Tigers. Yeah. yeah no, fair result though today. It was a fair result. I thought fair sixty minutes. We were the better team. We should have got the second goal when we were 1-0 up. And then it, you got back into the game over the next 20. And then you deserve to get the equaliser, to be fair. I mean, Hull City, you know, what are your expectations? Because you come down here and I know at the beginning of the season, the Hull fans that I know are a little bit nervous. But, you know, you've had a not too bad start to the season, really, have you? Uh, I would have taken four points from the first three games. I thought I was disappointed with losing at Swansea, the nature of the goals. But... Uh, there's been a lot of change. I think the way that McCann wants to take the club is in a new direction to what it's been previously. Um, but I think a lot of the people he's brought in, are, I think mid-table would be a good result for us this year. And, uh, I mean, the match today, again, to say the game of two halves, very much so. I mean, you got a goal early in the second half and you looked, you know, in the ascendancy. You, you definitely had us. I say on the racks, but you were doing the job on us. And then the game turned a bit, didn't it? Yeah. No, I think that five-minute period after the uh, goal... We really need to get that second goal because without that, then we was always going to have that at least a period of the game where we were being on the back foot. And then from about 60 minutes onwards, you, you got back into the game. And then when it came to it, you could see the goal coming. And then probably towards the end of the game, we were lucky to keep it at 1-1 because I know a couple of, you missed a couple of sitters at the end, particularly the header at the back post. That was a yeah, Jean big miss, big miss. But yeah, over the course of 90 minutes, foot. One one was fair. Listen, safe journey back, okay? Cheers, mate. Listen, we've got all sorts of international business going on here at Brentford. You know this. Like we said, we talked to the, the the guy from Rochester, New York. God knows what he was doing here, but he was here anyway. But also, the Serbian beat is in the house. You must yeah, know that there's a Serbian. There's a Serbian massive here. Yeah, you might have heard the story I told on my podcast about a year ago. I went to a wedding in Serbia, as you do, and I, as you do, bought some Brentford t-shirts out the wedding, gave them out to all the characters, and the characters are absolutely potty for the bees. And they said we also bought Brentford and. Vladder has actually come down and this is his first Brentford match. Very, very excited. Do you like it? Yes, it's amazing. It was my first uh, game in Bradford. It was amazing and thank you really very much. Now listen, it's not a problem. Uh, I mean, listen, you know, you I just come down a, here. I become a fan. Listen, you, you come, a real supporter. You've become a fan of Brentford, which is yeah. good. But listen, you've come down there. It's your first Brentford match. We didn't quite get the three points. What do you think went wrong with the Brentford today? I don't know. I I'm not uh, such an expert for to to notice what what is wrong, but it's no. Not, but, but you're but, a Red Star girl, Belgrade fan, so yeah. you watch football all the time. So in your eyes, what would what was not happening I, today? Uh, I think the uh, guys need some more time to to manage a few things, and that's it. It okay. was amazing. Were there, were there any players out there that caught your eye that you thought yeah, looked good? Yeah. Uh, player number number eighteen, Pontus Janssen. Pontus Janssen, he's cool. And his uh, absolute, uh, absolute uh, ruler of uh, behind, yeah? yeah, of the defence yeah. as well. Defense, so he's running yeah. the defence as well. Yeah. And anybody else out there you thought was good? And uh, this no, uh, guy number ten. Oh, he came on as a substitute. That's yeah, Ben yeah, Rama. Yeah, he's been he, injured. He, 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 he's been injured, but he's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So, yeah. And you could probably see from Brentford the frustration is that we 
Benrama. We would have liked him there from minute one, but because he's been yes, out. Yes, maybe it's, it would be better with uh, with with him for minute one. But what 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 uh, what can we do? He's in, he was injured, so that's it. Next game. We will win. So listen, listen, and I like this we as well, which is all good. So like the atmosphere, you've actually moved over to England now and Brentford has become your team, is that right? Yes, yes, exactly. Brentford has become my team, yes. And this is yes, the last please. season in our new stadium at Griffin Park, so you're going to be, oh, see you more down here? Of course, of course. Yeah. If, uh, if I, uh, uh, when I find the time, I'll be there. Okay. No worries. Right, and as we say, down Brentford, come on you bees. Come on you bees. <laughs> so, so yeah the, to be fair yeah, the bonus is that you know we didn't lose today and it's the second game in a row that we didn't lose actually isn't it <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about nothing happened on Tuesday yeah, yeah, it's a liberal Nick if he's listening here as well you know <laughs> as, I, as far as I'm concerned if you listen to the podcast on Tuesday night or our Wednesday Hull City podcast we didn't lose against Cambridge well we didn't do in 90 minutes I mean we did lose in some sort of ridiculous sort of kind of lottery kicking the ball thing you know afterwards but we didn't actually lose that match in 90 minutes it was a draw so two draws in a row to be fair the bees are sort of solidifying a bit aren't they yeah I think it's, it's a clear <laughs> hope you're listening liberal um, no, I think it was um, it's an indication of how much we've solidified at the back um, and I think that we owe a lot of that down to Pontus Janssen uh, I thought he was absolutely outstanding today uh, and yeah, we definitely look a lot tighter, a lot of less chances being created. However, I did think that Jean-Vierre and Ratchet and Henry did give away um, the ball in midfield and sort of bringing the ball out from the defence a few times, which created a few chances. But I think with Pontus at the back, I thought him, him and Dalsgaard today were the standout performance for me. I'm going to say this again, and that's probably the third game in a row. Actually, not Birmingham game, because the Birmingham game was just like, it was an anomaly, to be fair. You know what I'm saying? Is that, you know... Birmingham fans are laughing oh yeah here we go we beat you what you're talking about and everyone's saying oh they scored the goal and they won but I'm going to tell you this for a fact any team that has as little chances as they have and the ridiculously small percentage of actually scoring that goal and they did is not going to do well unless they improve and again as far as I saw they lost 3-0 today or they're losing 3-0 they didn't have very many chances last week I'm not picking on Birmingham City but I'm just saying is that You've got to actually create chances to score goals. I'm a little bit worried that Brentford aren't creating as many chances as we will, as we should do. And I'm gonna, that's got another point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the Birmingham game was an anomaly, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, you know, Brentford, the last two games, we actually could have lost both of those games. The Borough game, we could have lost it in the first half, um, but we didn't do. And then second half, we were a lot better. We turned it around. And then today as well, you know, defensively, Pontus Janssen, well, I think, was really brilliant. But we could have lost it. And I think last season, if we played this game, we would have actually lost this game. We probably would have gone in the, the first half at least 1-0, if not 2-0 down. No, I completely agree. And I think that, that that's the major sort of positive for me today is that last season, we, couldn't, we could never get any points. We could never get a draw or a win when we were playing badly. We played badly today. This was not a good performance from Brentford. Um, I thought maybe after, maybe with half an hour to go we really started clicking moved Canos to wing back brought Ben Rama on brought De Silva on but we've gained a point having not played really really well and I think that's an encouraging sign the best teams play uh, still get results and still get points when they're playing badly 
uh, and that's something that we've done today. I think, uh, admittedly, Birmingham City did look very, very tight as a defensive unit, but as you said, they didn't create any chances moving forward, and that will feed the Old oh, City, you mean? Uh, no, no, um, in, on the first game of the season, you're right. Let's but, not talk about that anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's anomaly. But um, I thought Hull, Hull, Hull were a real credit today. I thought they were tight, they were organised, um, they were much quicker to the second ball. Uh, they, we gave them a lot of the chances that they created. I think a lot of them were down to defensive slip-ups. Uh, again? Again, but... I'm, I'm, I'm not too worried I think if we'd have lost this game I'd have been worried but I'm not worried anymore and I'm going to ask you one last question at Brentford any weak links that you saw there today? Um, Norgard and uh, Mbwemo looked slightly off the pace for me you can tell that they certainly got talent Mbwemo's um, bit of magic in the first half was brilliant but I think the weak link for me was Rico and Dalsgaard not having enough support in the wide areas so we got the three up front and we had we started with Canos uh, and Mbwemo in those positions and then Ben Rama moved into that and then Watkins moved into that um, and when Rico, Henry and Dalsgaard picked the ball up they were only going backwards and it's really really frustrating so that's something that I think we need to sort out Different views from all the Beast fans out there but I say different views but there's a bit of a universal kind of a feeling out there that uh, Brentford are still not quite in the gelling mode. Do you agree with that one? Yeah, totally. We're just saying you've probably got to allow from now probably maybe five or six games for us to work as a team. Um, yeah, it's just frustrating because you can see we've got the quality, the talent there. First off, Hull are a good team. They've got a good unit. They play to their strengths. But yeah, it's just frustrating. Um, we should have scored. John Vey should have scored that header towards the end. I think on balance of playing the second half, we should have nicked it. But yeah, you know, we want to see us winning. We want to see us playing our beautiful football and battering teams. But, you know, if, if the, a lot of the signings are coming four or five weeks before they did, they could have had all the pre season, the friendlies, etc. But they didn't. And no matter how frustrating it is and how much I swear during the game, it's just. We've just got to be realistic and say, yeah, four or five games. But Hull, take nothing away from Hull. Hull are a good team. They bought well. That I'd have liked to see us by that Tom Eves because I think he's exactly the sort of player we could do with. A tall... A shit Andy Carroll. A shit Andy Carroll, but he's a big, tall lad. Especially when we go down to some ridiculous mistake and we're chasing a game like we were against Birmingham. He's exactly the sort of player we need. He's a big lad, strong lad, and he works hard. He's got feet and all he can play. I don't know. We need to... You know, we need to get someone like him. He's, uh, I know, I'm disappointed because I thought we should have won on the balance of play. But, yeah, Jensen is, looks quality. Norgard looks, you know, a few more games. When Ben Rama come on, you can see he's out of class. And he, yeah, we got it there. It's just going to take a little bit of time. We've just got to be patient. But it's annoying being patient because you want to see us back when teams are then, don't you? You know? That's not... So... Listen, we got we got the result today. We didn't get the draw, but we have to look ahead. We're going away to Leeds United, okay, on Wednesday night. Big game, Leeds United. Leeds United won again today, playing some very, very good football. From what you've seen out there now, and I know there's a bit of a gelling thing on, are you a little bit nervous about us going to Leeds? And what do you think we can do to stop that Leeds team? I, yeah, yeah, obviously we go to Leeds slightly nervous. I'm, I'm really delighted that we got a win 
last weekend because the season would be looking a lot different now if we'd only got one point. Um, with the fact that we've got four um, and we could have had more, we, should, we probably, you know, we could have obviously John VA had that header towards the end and we probably should have got at least a point against Birmingham. So it's, it's all fine margins, but the win at Middlesbrough, a very, very tricky place to go, will give the players' confidence to go to Ellen Road. Uh, we, we're not going to be favourites. I mean, let's, let's be obvious, you know, it, we are, it's going to be really tough to get anything out of that game. But I, I think I think we can go there and not lose. I, I, I really do. I, don't, I think there's enough enough of us. We are going to create chances during the game, and we have to take them. Even if we with the midfield like today, because I mean our midfield was was lacking today, and uh, yeah, Hull definitely took advantage of that. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of players there that are still trying to eke their way in and trying to find their feet. You know, it's, it is frustrating. You know, we've, we we I'm sure I'm not the only one to use the F word today. We're frustrated that. Um, we we're waiting for quite a few players to, to get up to speed, and it's going to take a bit of time. And you know, patience is something that's not it's not it's not easy for football fans. And I, I want us to click, and I want us to win every game we play. You know, but. Uh, there, there are there are flashes there of, of things to come, and you know may, maybe at Ellen Road it, it won't happen for us. But you know, I, I think we can go there and, and not lose. I think we can get a point there, and you never know. You know, I, I, I saw their last home game, and once the once the players um, hear the crowd get on their backs and things aren't working for them, you know they're they're, they're vulnerable. So uh, anything can happen up there. And then maybe all the Leeds players watched the documentary on Amazon Prime and they saw the whole Derby County thing and they're all feeling really quite unhappy about everything and maybe on Wednesday they just don't turn up. We keep our fingers crossed. Well, we, yeah, we just have to go there and not make mistakes. I mean, we made a lot of mistakes again today. We gave the ball away a lot. We, we, are, we are guilty of giving the ball away a lot at the moment. Ball retention, I'm sure they're going to, you know, that'll be something that um, Thomas Frank's going to be talking to them about. You know, when we're way from the finished article at the moment and it, it might be a, a tricky first month or so but there's enough, there's enough positives there for me to think that we're going to be there or thereabouts come Mabel This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast thanks for listening everybody give us a like actually on uh, iTunes or wherever else you may like us on the podcast as well check out the radio show Monday night 8 till 9 o'clock Love Sport Radio as well we'll be talking about this game we'll be talking about all sorts of things we'll be looking forward to the Leeds game on Monday so you should definitely check that out Love Sport Radio and also on prideofwest.london as well and we'll have a podcast later in the week probably on Thursday night we're not quite sure when because when we have a game on Wednesday it really throws things but we will let you know just keep tuned to besotted.com we will let you know but listen we didn't lose against Hull we drew against Hull which is great because there's two games in a row that we've drawn because also like you know we drew in the cup against Cambridge then we lost on some sort of lottery thing and then we drew against Hull today but as we say this is Brentford we're going to Leeds on Wednesday fingers crossed we can actually keep the momentum going as we say come on you bees you bees imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.